Okay, we're live, and uh, welcome to the sixth episode of the Football Index podcast, hosted by the Football Index Guide. And uh, in the last episode, we had a bit of a celeb on Ben Dinnery. So, thanks very much, Ben, for coming on. If you're listening, and today I've got FI Analysis. Is that your app? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's my and uh, you go by Football Index AB on that, right? Yeah, correct. And but I'm gonna call you by your real name, which is Joel. And I actually have a few mutual friends with Joel, which is quite weird. We met through Twitter. We both had our football index accounts, and then realised we actually knew a few people who knew us and knew each other, etc. So it was quite funny to learn that. But he's been doing some really, really good analysis along with uh, football index AS. For the last like three or four months since they started their respective accounts and uh so i thank him for that analysis so far but today me and him are going to talk about a few different things so the first thing we're going to talk about is how the kind of positive promotions or ipos that we've had in the last few weeks have actually really kind of mitigated the chances of lots of high profile or good players coming up in the squad and therefore diluting certain prices so we saw Fakir and Alejandro Gomez come up and they obviously rocketed in price Fakir's won a performance buzz today so we've done quite well as a football index community especially those of you on Twitter have really pushed those good players to try and get them at an earlier date rather than in penny stocks you've done quite well so I salute you Secondly, we're going to talk about um, a little bit of an issue I had on Twitter and I try and be quite professional on this account and try not to get roped into quite circular arguments. But there was this one guy who kind of really pushed my buttons a bit. He was, you know, questioning my credibility and my integrity and kind of talking about how Football Index was a Ponzi scheme. I'm sure a lot of you saw it, but I'm going to talk about him for a little bit. Joel will probably sit and kind of listen take in my rant and then um maybe give some sort of conclusion and then um so the third thing we're going to talk about we're just going to talk about joel for a bit really we're going to talk about why he's so good at making graphs and stuff so yeah that should be fun so first and foremost joel what what are your thoughts on you know the players coming in and how the football index community has kind of come together and got the really good promotions in before penny stocks to avoid you know hurting existing portfolios do you think did you advocate for something like that uh, on your twitter account i'm sure a lot of people did um well thanks for having me on firstly and especially following on from ben will be a tough act to follow <laughs> um yeah so i think um one one piece analysis i did um about a month ago now is i looked at the date and the changes in prices about um, the double PB and the squad mm-hmm. options update. Um, yeah. And how it showed is forwards have increased slightly in price and defenders and midfielders slightly. Um, I think I think it's going to be a kind of how the prices diluted will be dependent on position. I think yeah, we'll see sure. that, that, that continue and a lot of it will be based on the first couple of results come in, whether it be this new player or old player who wins. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it kind of also depends on the price that they come in at as well, because yeah. you, you could have a player that comes in at £1.75 and they could 
be more PB capable than someone who's ATP, but even if they're they have double the chance of winning than that player who's ATP, then in terms of return on investment, then you're probably going to opt for the person who's ATP. And usually when you go for those lower players as well, there's a bigger chance of like a price spike or a, a big increase in value. And that can give you like basically a stronger position to hold. And if you want to leave that position, you'll probably be leaving at a profit. So yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think, I think the double PB dividends payout that they did was a good idea because they knew that there was going to be a lot of kind of uncertainty about penny stocks in terms of player prices, but the double dividends has kind of, you know, mitigated that to an extent. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. And I think especially for the top players, it's uh, massively increased their underlying value. Mm-hmm. And that you can get such a high ROI with just one win, like I think yeah. you've done on a previous podcast. Um, mm. And that obviously makes them a lot valuable more valuable like the underlying value like i think what we saw at the end of last season when zlatan was six pounds and it was 5p and it was the only dividend is players had gone far away from what their actual worth is mm. and I yeah think it makes them cheap again yeah it's, it is totally true i always kind of talk about how certain prices are quite undervalued and some are overvalued and it's you know it's it's hard to think about a true value of a player but i always think that certain players have you know, been way overinflated in the past. Um, so back when, I don't, there's certain people who have bought like I don't know, ten thousand of a player, and when you have one whale who has that much of a player, then they hold like a pound or so of that per player's value. And you know, if you have that one person owning that much of a player, then they automatically become overvalued because there's less people who hold him. There's less kind of traders who hold that player if that makes sense there's less volume as a populous kind of thing if that makes sense so i think that's been a problem in the past when there's been like a smaller market cap whereas now we have like such high pre- pre- uh, player prices sorry like messy that it's kind of harder to do that at the moment but i did make a point to someone i was talking to on twitter that um you know even if messi for example wins 50 percent of the dividends that he was winning or is winning so far this season then he will return the same amount and therefore shouldn't go down in price in fact he should probably you know steadily increase if he goes on this like continues this bloody rampage but um do do you kind of agree with that as well that existing big boys only really technically have to win 50 percent of what they're winning right now yeah definitely even if they won less they're, they're still good value i would have thought i would think because I think, I can't remember 100% the figure, but I think it was about 40p of uh, performance buzz he's won so far with Messi. Yeah. So if he continues on that trend, it'll be you know, about three, uh, or he's also won about 40p of media buzz. So That's he's, on, cool. <laughs> yeah, he's on track for like three pounds of dividends this season. It's crazy. That's absolutely bonkers. To think that, I think, I don't know how many Zlatan won during the season last year. I think someone said 30-something. I'm not 100% sure yeah. on that figure. but So what I did like... do, is I did, if it Sorry. was last season's, um, if it was the, the new rules on media tiered days, on non-game days, I think it was Zlatan would win something like £2.10, £2.15. Wow, okay. That is, the last season. That's pretty impressive as well. Yeah. So yeah, you 
you know, I think what we're going to see, we're going to see some absolutely absurd dividends as Joel is, you know, kind of extrapolating Messi's current form. He's on track for potentially three pounds return. And that's, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. And I, you know, I just think football index is going from strength to strength at the moment. And that kind of, kind of a lot like nicely leads on to my next point so i'm going to talk about that absolute weapon for a couple minutes sorry joe you can butt in at some point but so this guy i so basically i saw a promoted tweet by football index and it was you know very heavily criticized in the comments loads of people were saying like oh I've lost money on this. They've taken their mo- taken my money. Couldn't get my documents verified. All this stuff and all this stuff that you have to do on any betting website or any like trading uh, website as well. If you want to trade a certain commodity, if you want to trade Bitcoin or whatever, or if you want to trade actual commodities or like the the FTSE five hundred, then you kind of like you have to go through that verification process. And if you don't, then you're not going to be able to get your account verified and you're not going to be able to trade or buy whatever you want to buy. So first of all, I thought those people were quite silly because it was clearly on their end. I've never had any verification process problems. I know about 10 or so of my friends that have signed at the Football Index and they've had no problems. Um, So I kind of tweeted how much I'd made on Football Index since June 2016 just to kind of keep the positive vibes out there. I think in terms of as a company, I think Football Index is advertising and PR is probably its weakest point, but that's because it's a startup still technically. And I was like, you know, whatever I can do to help this platform and this community, I'm going to try and do. So I tweeted that and then maybe, you know, it got a lot of, likes and retweets considering it was a comment on a post and this random bloke just added me and said how much did you get paid to write this and i said well not a penny obviously because football index don't pay me to do anything that i've done in the past and they won't pay me to do anything in the future ever and it kind of created this mass massive like hysterical argument with this bloke he was talking about the you know fca regulators and how they were going to clamp down on this ponzi scheme and i was like you literally have no clue what you're talking about mate you haven't done your research he was talking about how football index was registered in jersey and i kind of said to him that you know bet 365 is registered in um gibraltar so what what is your point and they have 19 million users and they've never been clamped down by the by the uh, gambling regulators or the gambling commission and he just kept going on really he you know said that i'd made a lot of money through the affiliate program and you know to be transparent i've made two pounds and i think like only half of that has reached my account and the way that the affiliate scheme works with football index they kind of approach you if you've got a relatively big following or you can apply to it and they'll like see what you're doing vet it and then kind of either approve or disapprove of it and basically how it works if someone signs up and deposits more than 40 pounds i get like a 70 pound one-off payment if they deposit less than 40 pounds i get 30 pounds and there's i don't make any money off anyone's losses etc but i actually kind of talked to the football index people i was like I don't really like this idea of 
the people using my link not getting a bonus or not getting any anything from it i want them to i want this to be a you know a mutual mutually beneficiary uh affiliate link so basically what i arranged is that when someone does sign up through my link they get 30 pounds if they a 30 pound bonus if they you know sign up through my link and deposit more than 40 pounds and a 15 pound bonus if they you know deposit less than 15 pounds and i was kind of like you know i've not done anything wrong on you know through my content and this guy started questioning my credibility integrity called me lazy even though i you know as many of you know through a post i did a while ago i got an internship recently and i'm doing this football index thing at the same time and on top of that i'm actually a assistant karate instructor so you know i've got my hands full i wouldn't call myself lazy he said that what i was doing was disgusting that uh he didn't know how i slept at night and you know he was just a bit of a dickhead really sorry you know pardon my french but that's all i really have to say about him but what i will say to conclude is that when football index first came out I was the 2,404th user, and I was so skeptical about it. But now, it is much better. Like, it does, it is less, like, at the time, it seemed really dodgy, and I didn't really know what was going on. You can ask anyone who started Football Index at that time. They were really skeptical about it. But now, I'm a lot more confident. Uh, what do you make of all that, Joel? Yeah, I think uh, with people like that, obviously don't know you or anything about football index yes. and when they see people saying that they're earning x amount of money they're straight away will like to think that it's impossible because they would have been doing it otherwise i think mm. um but yeah i also joined early so i, I, I kind of had the same kind of viewpoint that i had to took took me time to get my head around it i think when i first joined i, I went on facebook looked them up and i think they had about 100 likes at the time mm. now i've got i think over 8000 so it just shows how it's grown when when abouts did you join? Uh, February 2016. Okay, all right. So you were also an early adopter. And so, yeah, we'll move on to our third kind of topic. And this is going to be all about Joel. Uh, so you started in February 2016. Uh, were you still studying at this point? Yeah, so I was still studying. Um, I had a few months left of my um, degree. And I was doing that in economics. And I was actually doing my dissertation in the economics of football and i was building a model for predicting transfer fees oh wow i actually know someone who's done something quite similar to that actually they did it on um like basically inflationary uh player prices in the premier league specifically i don't know if you did that just yeah. on the premier league or did you do it worldwide um so i did it based on it was more about how their international performance is an indicator of price and oh, okay that's predictions that's quite interesting because you do you do get a lot of um player contracts or uh transfer stipulations that state if a certain player makes this many international appearances then there's like a transfer fee bonus that gets paid to the other clubs so you know i, I don't really know yeah, yeah that's what I, well, what I was doing more is it's just kind of just building a model and then saying um for example for caps each cap is generally worth adds ten thousand pounds to their transfer value or whatever okay. it was wow and then that, that, for that really is interesting i hope you uh hope you did where did you where did you study again birmingham okay nice nice so i'm assuming you know your economics background or and your degree has helped you 
create the models and simulations that you've been doing for Football Index. Yeah, exactly. So, for example, the simulations, I've built a model to predict a player's um, performance buzz score for okay. each game. Nice. Um, and then we use that uh, together with Share of the Day, who's been on the podcast before, to um, simulate through all the fixtures, either in a season or a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that gives us the uh, expected dividends for each player for each month. Mm, nice, nice. Do you uh, do you think you'll want to go into something to do with analysis or analytical data or statistics in the future, like in in your life? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, d- I don't know exactly what I'll apply it to, but I apply it to all sorts of things, and <laughs> I enjoy doing it. I think with football index changing to performance dividends. I think it's becoming a lot more data rich and mm, it's uh, sure. comes a lot more useful. Yeah. I think that, like what you've done so far, like it must just add to your kind of the depth of your portfolio. If you want to show and employ it, like I know this doesn't mean much to you, but this is, um, this is the kind of analysis I've done for this platform and for this, you know, I've helped loads of people in this community because that's kind of how I got my internship. Um, they didn't really ask me about my degree. They were just like, just quite interested in the content that you've created so um yeah it's but it is nice at this point in time in this football index ecosystem that we have loads of people who are making specific content for users and making it completely accessible so uh i've got my youtube channel and this podcast uh and hopefully soon i'll have a blog and website which will have everything together and because there's you know i always want to write quite a few things on twitter but they've got the character limit and i don't really want to make a massive feed so every few days i'll probably post on that and then you've got footy index scout who does a few videos as well but does them in a slightly different format talking about sorry (laughs) talking about you know uh, past player prices, you know, predicted lineups and how these potential transfer stories can tie into Football Index. Uh, and then you've got you and uh, Football Index AS who are very analytical and purely statistical. And I think it worked out really well the first time round when we had, um, when Performed Buzz first came out. And a few people were really skeptical about the data. They were like, oh, you know, it's only averages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you go back to those sheets that um, AS produced, and I think you helped with them, right? And not for his, um, but I uh, I did do the simulation that was based on them. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but w- when people look back at that and they look at the players that were at the top end, a lot of those players have done really well in terms of performance buzz. I mean, you have certain outliers that are performing far better or far worse than they were last season, like Ronaldo's yet to score a La Liga goal, but Dybala's already gone past last season's tally in terms of goals. Um, how have you have you looked back on your simulation? And yeah, it was actually, of, yeah, it's actually very interesting. I, mean, I, I did it before... Um, before there was slight rule changes in the points. Oh, okay. Um, and also, obviously, there's big change in that. It's no longer going to be limited to the top 200. Mm. But, you know, the players that I had coming up on top, Danny Alves was the high, what, highest one, and he's pretty much shown that, that when he plays, he usually does win. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if that continues uh, post-November 1st. Mm. Um, and then players like Insigne, Dybala, Messi leading the forwards... 
so yeah yeah, yeah. it's well, shown that's, that's good but um i mean it's good to know that you know you guys the ones that have done all the analysis and created all these statistics that you have something to back it up you're not just saying like oh this is what's going to happen or this is what we predict this is the you know the what we've predicted and what we've sim simulated but it's actually happening so i'm you know very happy for you uh as and sotd that it's actually coming to fruition and you don't kind of have to either double down or change your opinions on certain players but just to pick up on the scoring um matrix do you think football index should alter that at all i had a pretty interesting conversation with someone the other day and uh they were talking about how difficult it would be to change the algorithm or not the algorithm the actual scoring system at the moment just because it would impact certain players so extensively but i think they do need slight refining and slight tweaking i don't know when they should do it maybe when the season ends and before the world cup starts that would probably be kind of a prime time to do it but i do think they do need slight tweaking i do think things like assists should warrant more than 10 points and i'm not sure another one that i kind of have a pet peeve with is misplaced passes because what it means is that those players who do all those sideways tippy tappy passes that don't really you know have much substance substance sorry in terms of like forward attacking football they are you know they're rewarded for being safe whereas like i watch quite a lot of napoli and um you know quite a lot of chelsea well, i'm an arsenal fan so i watch a lot of premier league football but when you see alexis sanchez tries like quite a lot of extravagant passes same with meza Erzl, eden hazard all these big marketable flair kind of players and they get punished for basically trying to be creative which i think is kind of detrimental to their pb potential but also like potentially football index as well because you want the most marketable players to be the most expensive don't you what what are your thoughts on that yeah, i absolutely agree with you i think that i don't think they will or should change the scoring now but i agree with you end of the season be a good time it's completely changed the way i look at football if uh, a center mid that i have starts trying to spray the ball 40 meter pass i'm like what are you trying to do just give that give it to the guy two meters away from me <laughs> yeah um but yeah so i think Dribbles, I think, was something I was expecting to be included, which hasn't been. Um, more points for assists and maybe like key passes or chances created, something like that. Yeah, I think dribbles is an interesting one because you people get off their seats and, you know, they're at the edge of their seats when a, a Messi, a Hazard or Ronaldo is running at a player, not when Tony Cruz is passing back to his fullback. I'm sorry. And <laughs> if you do if you do hold one of those players, then fair enough to you. And the you know, most of the time when those players score who have those massive base scores because they pass so much, they're probably gonna win. Like, you know, we saw Isco today, even without a win, he got like what, one hundred and eighty points because he scored. Um, if that was Tony Cruz with the goal, he would have won. So with those high base scores that kind of does happen but i'm sorry like we you know we don't want to see you know tiago motta picking it up off the center backs and giving it back to their keeper and then back to the fullback etc like we want to see um you know de bruyne and Ozil and all these you know high caliber uh chance creators making chances and being rewarded by them on football index rather than being rewarded for a sideway pass so i think something that could be implemented 
could be successful passes in the opposition in the opposition third. Sorry, that could be something they could implement. Um, but it is they'd have to run a lot of data. They'd have to run a lot of simulations to see how much the existing players would be affected in terms of their scores. Um, yeah, no, but I think it's it definitely needs some refinement. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, no, it's. Um, I think I saw someone tweet the their customer support. I think it might have actually been SOTD, um, and he said, "Will you ever change the scoring system?" And they said, "No," which I think is a quite silly thing to do, because you can always refine a product, you can always refine a website and a platform, and whatever changes they have made in the past have been for the better, personally speaking. So when they changed. Was it goal or game-winning goal when they increased that? I think they increased goal from 20 to 40. Yeah, so, I mean, let, let's look at, like, certain number nines. Like, Harry Kane probably wouldn't have as many performance buzz wins if they were only worth 20 points, for example. But they're 40 points and he's won a few. And that's good because, like, he's probably England's best player and one of the Premier League's most talked about footballers and a really marketable figure at the moment. So that kind of reflects well on Football Index. They don't want to be like, oh, get Tony Cruz trading at £5.75. They want to be like, get Ronaldo, get Messi, get Kane, because it, you know, it's it's so much easier to market big names like that. So that's something to think about. I'd love to know um, anyone else's thoughts on that. I mean, um, just to just add, um, also I think from a new user's perspective, if you've just bought Kane and he scored two goals in the game and then hasn't won because Insigne completed loads of passes, you're going to get frustrated. And I think that might be why it was important they changed the... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that is a good point as well. I remember I, I always thought that the market reacted really slowly to that change. We saw a few spikes at the beginning, but I don't think people understood how big it was for Football Index. So I remember being somewhere in central London and I had about 5% battery left. And I saw the announcement that they changed the goals. And I just bought Dzeko, Cavani, all these other players that had scored a lot of goals last season. And I was like, why aren't they rising? Like, uh, like I can't believe these players aren't rising that much in price. I've just seen this data or these you know, changes to the scoring system and they should rise. But then they gradually did after that, after people grasped that, you know, goal scorers were going to be worth more, which is quite good, I guess. A lot of people have actually asked me about, like, man of the match, if that should be incorporated. And for me, personally, that's kind of a subjective thing. They'd kind of have to have to go off the Opta, like, man of the match or highest scoring player or whatever of the day and give them an, a, a bonus, which, you know, could lead to more controversy. I think they want to keep the variables as low as possible really but for me personally misplaced passes should be dulled down a bit there should be dribbles incorporated chances created and um assists should be increased in terms of points any you want to add there joel no no <laughs> happy with the list <laughs> yeah is there is there anyone else anything else you want to talk about before we sign off um, nothing, nothing in particular. Just if you have any uh, stats questions or want to see any different analysis, feel free to tweet me or message me. Yeah, do hit him up. He does do some really good, good stuff. Um, 
particularly I really liked your graphs where you showcase two or three players in similar positions or similar molds like you had was it Verratti, Thiago and Cruz all in one uh yeah yeah I I quite like that chart I was like yeah that when people ask me about why x is rising and why x is rising when y is rising etc I always point to comparative value and you've literally shown that in a graphical sense which I think is really cool and I definitely think if you're on football index and you're on twitter you should be looking at this stuff and really taking it in consume the content that these guys these statisticians statisticians sorry are giving you for for nothing really they're just doing it for the good of the community so um yeah everyone thanks for watch watching or listening whatever your whatever kind of thing you're listening on and you know subscribe to the youtube channel like comment and you know subscribe to the apple uh itunes podcast as well and leave that a review i think we're actually doing quite well in terms of the um and i say we because it's just not not just me it's me and the guests i bring on uh we're doing quite well in terms of like popularity just on football index i think if you type in football index on podcast like these episodes are the most popular ones and if you type in just football i think we're a bit off but long term hopefully we can you know get up there and showcase football index to a lot more people so thanks very much for coming on joel appreciate you taking the time out your evening to speak and uh yeah you can sign off as well thank you very much for having me on and yeah sorry nothing else to add (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks very much man uh i'll see you guys around keep a keen eye for some you know, new content. I might have some cool new videos coming in a bit.